0: This is my review for Halloween Kills. Uh, This is going to be a spoiler review. Um, Yeah, I just finished watching it uh, on Peacock. And um, holy fucking shit. What the fuck did I just watch? And I mean that in a good way. Yeah. Gotta take the earbuds off so I can talk a little more clearly. And um, yeah. Anyone who knows me and my love of horror movies knows that I have a particular, particularly fond spot in my heart for the Halloween franchise. So I'm wearing a Halloween T-shirt that those of you on watching on YouTube can see, and um, and I did my worst to best rankings, um, which was my th- officially my third, technically my fourth worst to best ranking back in 2019, where I ranked the Halloween franchise, um, from worst to best, and um, yeah, oh wow. So yeah, this was originally supposed to have come out a year ago. Um, But of course, pandemic, COVID hit, and things happened. Things changed, plans changed, got pushed back a year. uh, Because we were supposed to have been getting Halloween ends this year. Um, But to my knowledge, they have not started filming that yet. And I believe they're going to start filming beginning of next year, 2022. Um, Yeah, and because they finished filming Halloween Kills... <clears> at <throat> uh, the around the end of 2019, because they were they filmed it in Wilmington, North Carolina, which was an hour outside of where I was living at the time. Uh, and, and I talked about it in a couple of short videos that I did on the YouTube channel where uh, I talked about the casting call that they had at the time that I had actually uh, try it out for it. it, submitted an application with the hope that I would be in the film. Uh, obviously, I was not. Uh, would I wish I would love to have been sitting here recording this talking to you guys about my experience filming it but obviously i can't because i was not chosen to be in that because i was i had applied to be uh, an an extra you know would have been one of the hospital personnel that was in the that was featured in the film um but unfortunately i did not but that's okay because i still very much very very much loved this movie so very much um as far as where I would rank it amongst the other films, I'm not 100% sure yet. I might have to rewatch it a couple more times, which I definitely plan on doing. Um, uh, yeah, the, uh, they were not lying when they said that this was going to be uh, one of the bloodiest films in the franchise because they the, the gore and the violence was definitely raised since the last film in 2018. Um, what you mean from every film from the original one all the way to now. The, the the blood and gore has been stepped up a little bit, piece by piece by piece, but this one definitely is like, whew, towards the top. Uh, probably is the very top of the blood and gore for the Halloween franchise. Um, and I enjoyed it very much. The kills were very creative, very unique to my knowledge at least, because I'm sure there's a lot of other slasher and horror films out there that um, have had similar kills that I just haven't watched yet. And that's okay. Um, and uh, But I thought the story was very well told, very well paced for the time frame that it was. It was an hour 45 minutes, which is only just a little bit longer than the original film. And I think just a little bit shorter than the 2018 film. Um, and, and yeah, like I said, it's going to be a spoiler discussion. So anyone who hasn't watched it yet, plans on watching it, that is watching or listening to this, what the fuck are you doing? Go go watch go go watch the movie. Go go to your movie theater if you can. Watch it on Peacock if you have Peacock, or if you have access to it at least. Um, the way this film starts, it picks off um, uh, Cameron, the you know the, the boyfriend, Allison's boyfriend from the last film. Um, he's trying to get a hold of uh, the friend Oscar, who got killed in uh, in the last film, where you know the one that had his head. Jammed right onto the spike of that of that gate, um, and uh, and Cameron he comes across, you know, uh, of uh, Officer Hawkins uh, on the ground uh, where we had been led to believe that he had died in the last film, but no, he did not die. He survived. He is alive, um, and then yeah, he's trying to revive him. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cameron's trying to revive him, but uh, but then he. Yeah, he, he wakes up and he says, you know, he, he you know, evil must die tonight, you know, something something to that effect. Um and then we flash back to nineteen seventy eight, uh where it was it's right after uh, he um is shot by Loomis six times. I shot him six times. Uh not like in Halloween two where stupid editors he shoots him seven times. Um and yeah, and this is right after that. We see him he's He's got the the jumpsuit all bloodied up with the with the bullet holes, and um, he's just walking down an alleyway because uh, he's going home. Yeah, he's going back to his home, and um, we see a little little Lonnie. Uh, you know, Lonnie, get your ass away from there because um, uh, he's he's been picked on by a few trick or treaters, and uh, um, I want to say the the one that plays him, the grown up Lonnie. I, I need to look it up to see if it's the original one from the first film because, of course, there was a lot of people in this film that are from the original with the exception of uh, Tommy Doyle. uh was played by Anthony Michael Hall in this version, which I, I'm i happy that they did because he's a much better actor than the original uh, Tommy Doyle because I was rewatching watching uh, the original Halloween earlier in the day and, uh, yeah, that kid cannot act for shit. I understand back, you know, a lot of child actors are not the best, especially back then, but come on. Um... Uh, but yeah, I mean, and plus I mean I am an Anthony Michael Hall fan, so I'm a little biased on that. Plus, you know, he liked my post from two years ago where I shared the uh, thumbnail of the video where I talked about Kyle Richards and Anthony Michael Hall being cast as grown-up Lindsay Wallace and Tommy Doyle for the film. And I think that's actually where I talked about the doing the the casting call, and I you know submitted my application for that. But anyways, you know, I'm getting a little off track. Um. But yeah, we cut back. Yeah, it's it's, and and the way the mask looked in that flashback, it looked like the original mask. Uh, obviously, it's, you know, it's not going to be one hundred percent perfect, but it it looked very well done, very well reproduced, like the original mask. Um, so yeah, the, the the effects people, fantastic job. And speaking of that, uh, when Michael gets to the house, we see the young you know Officer Hawkins and his partner uh, confronting Michael in the house, um, and Michael. Uh, you know, escapes through out, outside of the house uh, because of Hawkins uh, trying to stop Michael, shoots his partner by mistake, uh, and he bleeds to death. Um, and then all the other officers from the sheriff's apartment are outside, and we see Dr. Loomis Um, not sure who the actor is that played him, but the work that they did, I don't know if it was that it was just it was Phil's prosthetics or a uh, very convincing look like or you know, deep fake CGI but it looked very well done, looked, of course, not 100% authentic to Donald Pleasance, but looked very, very convincing, like, like it was Donald Pleasance, and the voice, uh, sounded very similar as well, uh, I love that part, uh, you know, I kind of was like, holy shit, they, mm-hmm. they, they really did that, and, um, um, wow, uh, you see, I'm sorry, this is, I'm trying my best to make this a better review than I did for the Black Widow review, um, but it's just I'm really just trying to process what I just sat for, sat sat through watching for a little almost two hours. Um, I think it's it was a fucking amazing movie. Um, you know, putting up against all the other sequels from the 1981 Halloween two up to now, I I I gotta say it's very close. It's very close to the original film. it's, it's a, for me at least. I know others are going to feel different. I think uh, Sinister Cinemas. Um, I haven't watched his review yet, but from what I can tell from comments and other stuff, it seems like he's not exactly a fan of the film. Um, and I also was watching the first reaction video from the Dave the Film Junkie uh, just before I started recording this, and um, yeah, he didn't, he didn't seem too keen on the story itself. But I enjoyed the story very much because it, it, it honors what John Carpenter had originally put in place, where, you know, you know there is no blood connection between Michael and Laurie. Uh, I'm glad that they completely eliminated that, um, and uh, that this was. And they say it in the film, like at a later po- later point in the film, when uh when H- Officer Hawkins and Laurie Short are in the are in the same hospital room, um, uh, put, after you know commit out of surgery, you know, surviving what happened to them because of Michael, um, that in her head that Michael was coming after her, but then Hawkins says no, it was the doctor that brought him to you this was never about you and yeah because they kind of established also from the flashback that when michael was a child he would be he would just stand at uh his sister judith's uh bedroom window and just kind of stare out into the, in, into the haddonfield you know whether he was looking at the, the landscape of haddonfield or looking at his own reflection in the window and like reflecting on some things going on in his head they, they, that's what they kind of allude to. And I love that. I love the psychological aspect of films like that. And um, you know, I was getting, I got, I, you know, talked with my brother about that a lot, especially today, um, that, that I really enjoy the psychological aspect of storytelling like that. And, and how here, where it's just, you know, that they established that in 78, Laurie was just a fixation on that very night. Not anything that he was going to be pursuing for the rest of his life, because like yeah, once he escaped after Loomis shot him, he just goes home. You know, he just literally just gets up, walks home, and that was it. He was done for the night. You and, and it was Doctor Sartan who his it was his obsession bringing Michael and Laurie together. And I'm glad that they put more a lot of emphasis on that. I really enjoyed that, um, because again. It was never about Laurie. It's just whatever the fuck is going on in Michael's head. That's why he does what he does. Um, and I like it. And I, I I think I find that to be actually scarier uh, because it's like we don't what is his motivation to do the things that he does. We don't know, and that is more terrifying than finding out that he's you know cursed or that Lori is his sister and all that shit. No, it's 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 it's, it's a more terrifying idea and concept that. This is simply just a man who's fucked in the head. He has no rhyme or reason. And that's what I enjoy more for these kind of films. Um, you know, and then like performances from Mikyla Richards, I enjoyed very much. Uh, she's you know miles ahead of where she was in the first film playing little Lindsay Wallace. Uh, and of course, Anthony Michael Hall. Gave a very well, very very good performance. I enjoyed, I enjoyed him very much as Tommy Doyle. And, and plus, I mean, you, you look at, you look at him. And come, you look at the uh, you know original Tommy Doyle as a child. Look at Anthony Michael Hall now. It's believable that he would be a grown up Tommy Doyle. I mean, to me, at least to me, I I think I think so. Um, and then we got uh, Charles Cyphers coming back as Lee Bracket. Um, obviously much much older, but still looks like himself. Uh, still sounded like himself. And um and uh yeah yeah the the kills in this film definitely up the ante, and uh yeah, you know michael literally was after once he escaped from uh Lori's compound, escaping that fire um and he killed the first responders that were there on the scene trying to put the fire out, uh which that was a fucking brutal scene, I love that um he literally just is on his way back home, he's just going home, because that's all it was, he just want. he was just going home, and, you know, finds out there's people who live in his house now, and, uh, obviously those people died, um, and another thing also, before he actually gets to his house, he stops by this little, little trailer home, it looks like a, like a double-wide trailer home, and kills this married couple that's living inside there, and, but before he leaves the house, uh, I think they showed it in the trailer, like there, where he you know st- took the light tube and stabbed the woman in the neck. That that it's from that scene, that her husband is laid out on the kitchen table, and he's stabbing him with knife after knife, not just one knife over and over. It's literally one knife. He's he's looking at him, looks over at the cutlery, grabs another knife, stabs him again. Stares at stares at the body, looks back at the cutlery, gets some more, stabs him a couple more times with uh, some more knives, um, and it's just. It's like it's like it's kind of like, like my like, like my brother was saying it like yeah like, like when after he killed Bob in the first film and he's like just like observing him, tilting his head back, and forth back and forth. That it's kind of like that where it's like he's observing and admiring his work, you know, and just like I guess like contemplating, shall I shall I continue or shall I move on to the next one, um, and uh, just, um, God. It's, and, and also, in one little thing, it was kind of a good like, little red herring that they laid out. You um, uh, remember in the, in the 2018 film, the, when they were in the institution, one of the other uh, inmates there, that he had the umbrella. He's featured in this film, again, as one of the unaccounted for uh, patients from the bus crash. Um, and because a lot of people, not knowing what Michael looks like now, they think that he is Michael, so they are pursuing him. And then he finds his he finds his way at Hadfield Memorial Hospital, and because they think that that's Michael, this, the Tommy Doyle leading this gang of people, you know, trying to you know, kind of like a throwback to Halloween Four, um, where Earl and the you know other you know drunks and all that from the bar, you know, gang up to hunt down Michael. That does it. They are hunting down Michael, but and but this innocent guy, they think that he's Michael. They chase him up the the up to like the like the third or fourth or whatever floor of the hospital, and then Karen, you know, knowing that that's not him, obviously tries to save him and protect him, but he's f- fearing for his life. He jumps out the window, which was that's that that kind of fucked me up a little bit, um. You know, but then when Tommy, you know, snaps out of it, comes to his senses, realizes, oh shit, I fucked up, I was wrong, you know, and that's where you know again they all clear their head, reboot and then they, you know, pursue the real Michael, and, uh, we get a pretty cool standoff, uh, where Michael is, is, like, up against, you know, Lee Brackett, Tommy Doyle, and everybody else, um, and, uh, but before I continue on that, I like how they also had the, the homage to the, to Halloween three season of The Witch, where, uh, where marion chambers and the remember like the doctor and the nurse that we saw in the 2018 film where it's like oh where's my set this go ah it was it was in my pocket the whole time we get to see more of that couple because they were at the at a bar where we get to see tommy doyle and uh, lindsey wallace and marion chambers all hanging out you know because they are honoring the survivors and the victims of the you know murders of 1978 from michael myers and um they you know they are part of the little group with you know, yeah. The couple joins Lindsay Wallace and Marion Chambers, and they're you know, pursuing Michael Myers. And then, you know, the the couple is killed, and Marion Chambers is killed. In a very cool homage to the '78 film, where Michael climbs to the top of the car, smashes the window with his hand, um, and, and the way he kills the 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 the, the husband couple. Yeah, because like, she's the doctor, he's the nurse. Which is funny because the costumes, he's wearing the doctor, she's wearing the nurse. Which is just a funny little, you know, I like that. I like that little that little you know, joke. Uh, where he stabs the guy in the eye with the with the knife. And the way you do it, mean, if you're watching me on YouTube, most of you do. So, yeah. The, the knife just goes like, not just like straight into the eye, but the way it looks, it's like it goes through the eye socket and upwards. Which is just even more fucked up in Vula. And I very much love that. That was a pretty, pretty damn cool kill. Uh, but then when Tommy Doyle and um, and Lonnie and uh, Cameron and uh, Allison they reach, they find themselves over there, um, and they find the bodies on the little playground. They're all wearing the Halloween three masks: the, the skeleton, uh, the pumpkin, and the and Marion Chambers hanging on the swings that were with the witch mask. Which I just thought <laughs> blowing off a little stuff on somebody glasses sorry give me a moment there we go uh i thought i i I thought of and i had a feeling because the the couple was wearing the pumpkin and the skull masks and that i had a feeling we're gonna see marion chambers wearing the witch mask and i just it just looked so freaking cool i loved it um but yeah going back to when michael's like you know being surrounded by the townspeople and they really do a good job of making you think at least for me making you think holy shit this is the end of michael because the way they're all just like they're shooting at him. They're fucking him up with two by fours and bats and other shit. And then Karen comes up and like stabs him like right there where it looks like she it's got him through the heart. But then, quick surge of adrenaline. Michael pops back up, gets uh, gets Lee Brackett, gets a bunch of the other townspeople, and then saving the best for last, he gets Tommy Doyle. Yes. R.I.P. Tommy Doyle, R.I.P. Marion Chambers, R.I.P. Lee Brackett. Uh, Lee Brackett joins his daughter, Annie Brackett, wherever, you know, her spirit and soul is. Um, uh, and then, you know, Karen thinking that she's victorious. Her and Allison are sitting on the porch of the Myers house, just relaxing. And then Karen, she has like a moment where she's like reflecting on things. She's looking up at the window of Judith Myers' bedroom and she sees an image she sees like young michael myers you know wearing that clown suit from the from the opening of the first film so for whatever reason she goes up the stairs and is staring out the window and then um yeah completely oblivious and unaware of what's going on she she is murdered by michael myers and that is how the story ends yeah which i just love it very very much uh because that now that because after Hawkins you know got through to Lori and convinced her like this was never personal this was never about you him killing Karen that makes it personal for Lori now and now that is her motivation that is her vengeance that she must seek um, which I cannot wait to see how they're gonna do that how, how they're gonna wrap up the story and Halloween ends I'm just so I'm so amped up and i i want it to happen now i wish they had already filmed the movie I, I i i want more i want more halloween right now i want it i want it now i want it in my veins i want into my veins right now Whew. um but God, yeah the cinematography was very well done i love that that very much this, again the story was very well paced very well told in my opinion uh the and the score an amazing score I mean, once again from john carpenter his son cody and um daniel davies i believe is the is the the other man uh let me look that up real quick um uh, and da, da, yeah, yeah daniel davies looking at it looking at it right now um uh, such a very 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 well done score uh, I really like how in the the main titles which I mean I play a little snippet of it at the beginning of this that the main titles is ver- it's a lot, it's a li- very ha- it's a very haunting um variation of it I mean the whole score from top to bottom is fucking phenomenal in my opinion at least um I just love it and uh, I mean I'm going to have to re I'm going to have to listen to this a couple more times but yeah the way th- this version of the Halloween main titles theme I thought was it might, be, might actually be my, my my new favorite version of it, um, which I mean, all the versions of the Halloween theme, with the ex- exception of the H2O version, I've loved every version of the theme, the H2O version is eh, but I've loved the, the other versions of them, Film the original obviously, Halloween 2, 4, 5, both versions for Halloween 6, theatrical and producers cut, and even Halloween Resurrection, I enjoyed the, the version of the theme there, and the Rob Zombie versions too, and then the one from 2018. But yeah, I think this one for Halloween Kills main title might be my favorite version of the, of the theme. Um, again, that's just my opinion. Um, I know other people are gonna feel differently, and that's okay. It's okay to feel different. It's okay to have your opinions. Just don't make others feel like shit for having an opinion different from yours. That's been my stance for a very long time. That is my uh, that has been my my little model that I've done on here. You know, that I say art is subjective. Films are art. Like, go ahead and like your art and dislike your art however you want to. And to me, this film, Halloween Kills, was a masterpiece of storytelling, filmmaking, and is a work of art. And I cannot wait to watch it again because I'm damn sure going to be watching it again at least once more this weekend. Uh, probably will more than that uh, this weekend. Um, but yeah, if I had to give it like a, a rating on a scale of 1 to 10 i'm not even gonna bother doing it i'm just gonna say two thumbs up from me um rest in peace roger ebert and uh gene siskel um yeah i highly highly recommend this film uh to anyone who can appreciate the storytelling like i can um but yeah that's gonna do it for my review for halloween kills I hope you enjoyed hearing me ramble on for the last 23 minutes, and I, if you've watched it, I hope you enjoyed it as well, and I would love to have a discussion with you guys about this, because I need more people to talk to about these kind of films, because I fucking loved it, it's an amazing story, and I can't wait to experience it again, and again, again and again and um and if you haven't checked out my worst the best rankings for the halloween films go ahead and check that out it was uh i i released it on halloween day in 2019 so just look for that october 31st 2019 you'll find it either on youtube um or just anywhere like you know spotify google podcast apple podcast any of those you know direct links that i have in the description for this episode uh or, from, or rather for this movie review um for all my content for the podcast you'll find it there um and uh, yeah, you can support me by joining my Patreon for one dollar a month, if you'd be so kind. No pressure, just one dollar a month. Uh, or you can purchase some merchandise from my little store. I have the direct links to Patreon and to the store uh, in the description. And especially, and everyone who keeps purchasing my Straight Edge t-shirt, the T-shirt that's on there, and other and other d- pieces of merchandise that come with that design. Thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. It's very surprising that that is my biggest selling piece of merchandise on my store i would have thought that one any of my Zack snyder pieces would have been the bigger sellers but no my straight edge shirt is my biggest selling design and i appreciate that very much as someone who is straight edge i appreciate that very much uh, and uh, also yeah follow me on my social media uh facebook twitter instagram vero snapchat um Uh, yeah, thank you all so much for watching, for listening, for subscribing, I love and appreciate every single one of you who do, Uh, and if you hear any screaming or yelling in the background, that's uh, my brother Javi and uh, his uh, his partner, they're playing uh, Dead by Daylight, and having a good time, but um, yeah, thank you all so much for watching, listening, subscribing, love and appreciate every single one of you who do I truly, genuinely do, and I hope you're all doing well, staying safe, staying healthy, taking care of yourselves, taking care of your loved ones, being good people that I know you are and that I know you can be. Uh, So yeah, this has been my review for Halloween Kills. I am Julian, and I will see all of you on the next one. Bye-bye.